0: Breaking news from The Athletic. This is Derek Bodner, joined by Rich Hoffman on The Sixers Beat, a podcast here for The Athletic, a quick reaction podcast to the Sixers hiring former Houston Rockets president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey. You know, I think this one came, I don't want to say it came out completely out of left field because the Sixers have had interest in Morey in the past, Um, back in 2018 specifically. They had reportedly had interest in him when he was still with the Rockets. They ended up elevating Elton Brand. And then there were reports coming out earlier this uh, fall when the Sixers were eliminated that they could look to go in that direction again if he became available. Then, just a day after he became available, they announced the hiring of Peter Dinwiddie and Prosper Karangwa to their front office staff, which seemed like since Elton was hiring his own staff, it seemed like they had picked a direction. Now, they have added Maury to the delight of many Sixers fans. I guess we'll start this off real quickly with a quick background of Maury and his tenure. He spent three years as the Senior Vice President of Operations with the Celtics, where he worked with a certain coach, Doc Rivers, uh, relevant now. He was hired by the Rockets in 2006 to be their Assistant General Manager, and the plan was for them then for him to take over, and then he was promoted one year later in, uh, in spring 2007. Since then, the Rockets have had a 640 and 400 record, a 61.5% winning percentage, which is the best, second-best record in the NBA over that stretch behind only the Spurs. They have reached the conference finals twice, in 2015 and 2018, and they have advanced to the conference semifinals in five of the last six years. You know, he is, I guess with that sort of resume out of the way, what are your, sort of like your quick reactions of him as an executive and what this means for the Sixers?
1: I mean I think his resume and you wrote this in in the piece that's going up on the Athletic it's pretty unassailable you know he does not have the championship to uh to kind of put a bow on everything but he obviously you know that that can be tough and there's only one champion every year and he was uh he was the architect of the team the only team that really stood up to the Golden State Warriors when they had Kevin Durant and Steph Curry and they came really. really close.
0: They probably I mean they they pretty much won that series if it wasn't for Chris Paul going down in game five. Yeah.
1: And even then, they missed a billion threes in the last game. And if you know they have a normal shooting night, they probably win. Um, you know, and this is something we talked about when they had come close to hiring Mike Dantoni as their coach. That that's the Sixers a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I would just say it's it's a great hire. I, I don't think you can argue with it at all. I mean, the last time, frankly, they went out, like, actually outside of the organization, if you count, Brian Colangelo was not outside of it, really, because Jerry Colangelo. was because his
0: father worked the, for them?
1: The, yeah. I mean, it, it was, you know, I, I get it. That's a little bit of a weird qualifier, but we won't go too far in the uh, <laughs> off course here in the, uh, in the quick reaction pod. But... The last time they, they really went outside was when they hired Sam Hickey, and it's fitting to me that they are hiring his former boss, Daryl Morey. It's, it's a great hire. Like you said, the order of operations here, having Elton Brand hire Doc Rivers and then a couple of lieutenants, that's weird. I, I don't think we could put that any other way, but it's really hard to argue with the end result and really what the Sixers have done, what the ownership has done, to uh, To reset both the uh, front office and coaching staff heading into what should be an interesting offseason.
0: Yeah, if you go back and listen to the last Sixers Beat podcast, you know, we basically said the additions of Pro- uh, Prosper Karangwa and Peter Dinwiddie, who at that point was going to be the second-in-command Elton Brand, who now is, is the third-in-command, they were reasonable hires, reasonable to good hires, but you never knew whether or not you could trust the top of the Sixers basketball operations department because Elton Brand was so inexperienced because there was so much of uncertainty in terms of who ultimately commanded the power. Now you hire one of the most accomplished general managers, one who quite frankly doesn't become available all that often, um, and really extenuating circumstances for why he's even available in the first place. And you hire, hire Daryl Morey, somebody with that track record, and all of a sudden all of those moves start making a little more sense. Even if the, like we said, the order of operations is a little bit weird.
1: And I'm curious to see how that'll...
0: The reporting around that that
1: pa- that panned yeah. out. Some of the reporting of whether or not Daryl Morey, who, like you've said, in uh I think on the last sixers beat, has been available. Uh, You know, like the idea of him potentially leaving Houston was somewhat known for a few weeks even before it happened. No, so our own. I think I will we'll be interested to Stan see. Sam
0: Amick that. said that he had come to his decision a month before uh, it was made official, and that the and NBA generally knew about it. But yeah, all of these sort of pieces make a lot more sense. You know, you've got. Daryl Morey is a lead executive and the guy to sort of aggregate all the opinions and set a direction of the franchise. And you've got Elton Brand as a former player. You've got Peter Dinwiddie as the cap guy and the contracts guy, Prosper Karangwa leading the the scouting department, everything sort of cut. Co- the, the pieces fit a lot better now than they did beforehand. And look, I think a lot of people are either going to love Daryl Morey or they're going to say he never got to a, an NBA finals. And look, that's, to some degree not in others like i think circumstance happens like go back to chris paul he does get injured what's how, how different is the narrative on maury but what he's been able to do in terms of building a sustained winner and not having without tanking yeah without having the, the chance to tank the rockets owner at the time was was pretty dead set against that and to build a contender for a, a current rockets owner who was pretty against going into the luxury tax um and be able to make that transition from you know Go back to Houston, back at the the end of the last decade, when Yao Ming was, you know, pretty much his career was over because of the navicular bone injury, when Tracy McGrady was a shell of his former self, and to transition into this era of Rockets basketball, it was a pretty amazing accomplishment. And, I mean, it was an accomplishment that got Sam Hinkie hired here in Philadelphia, and and Sachin Gupta, and a couple other people hired here in Philadelphia, and now Hinkie's former boss gets to sort of finish the job that Hinkie started. It is... An interesting change of events. You know, I think we here have been pretty critical of the Sixers at times over the last few years uh, because of their lack of direction, because of their obscure decision-making structure. But for Josh Harris and David Blitzer in ownership to pounce both on the, the best GM that's on the market and one of the best coaches in Doc Rivers as decisively as they did, it does seem like there is, um, there is at least a direction to the franchise now, which has maybe been missing.
1: That is absolutely true. And look, there's no guarantee of how Daryl Morey does with this crew. He's certainly walking into a situation where he has some bad contracts and he does not have all of the uh, the assets that this team once had because of that uh, that poor structure and the decisions that they made. But if you're going to pick somebody to get out of uh, of a tough spot, he would be up near the top of the list. And I don't think... That's uh, that's all that controversial to say. I think a lot of people would hold that opinion. So yeah, overall, very good day for the uh, for the Sixers, even though the uh, the order of events leaves something a little bit to be desired. But hey, that is uh, that is what this team has been over the past few years.
0: Even the good decisions can't be made in a normal structure. You just can't do it with this team. All right, I think that'll wrap it up here. We will have another podcast out later tonight or tomorrow over on the Sixers Beat feed. Thank you, Rich, for jumping on, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: See you, man.